ain't a podcast that's flyer. You are now tuned in to Direct Misfire. Benson, Hugh, and Selick tell everyone to tune in. Let's roll the dice. Let me show you what we do win. A fantasy war game. Play it smart and you win. What you know about the crystal pen and the retribution? Hero, hero, giants, and knights galore. It's an adventure. This is Kings of War. Let's go. G'day champs and welcome once again to another Direct Misfire Missive Knights Edition. For those unfamiliar with Knights episodes, they're lower in audio quality and may contain some language that's not safe for work and is generally much looser, a much looser listening experience. See? So with that disclosed, allow me to introduce myself. I am your host, Bensom, and with me this evening is a voice you may not have heard for a good while. A former co-host, co-creator of this little podcast, Spoon. Hello there. So this episode, we're not going to be speaking any Kings of War. <gasps> Shock. Uh, so instead, this is going to be more of like a nostalgic episode. We're using the very first microphone that we recorded on. Uh, Spoon's back. And we're also speaking about 6th edition Warhammer, which is uh, a gaming system that Spoon ran an event for today. So, pull up a seat, grab a drink, and let's get into it. Welcome back, Spoon. It has been an awful long time. <laughs> been a few years. <laughs> Since you've been on the cast, what's been happening? I mean, you killed, you, you'd sort of lost the, the uh, motivation of Kings of War after a major event. What happened from there? Um, I just fell back into my old roots of playing Warhammer Fantasy. It just sort of happened. I mean, mm. we, I explored a, a couple of different games, mm. but... I mean, as a as a group, we sort of did that. Yeah. And like, you, it's not like you didn't have Warhammer figures because that's where the Kings of War Kings stuff of War came stuff. from. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So why sixth as opposed to any of the other editions? Uh, I think that was the it was probably the edition I got into most when I was in my late it would have been late teens, early twenties. Mm-hmm. And seventh edition, I had sort of a bit of a hiatus from wargaming, probably mm. two year break while I was playing that. And then mm. come back 8th edition when that was out. Mm-hmm. End of 7th, start of 8th edition. Yeah. yeah. And are you playing any other games apart from 6th? Uh, yeah, a bit of Legion. Star yep. Wars Legion. Um, getting very popular at the moment. Yeah, getting very popular. I've s- sort of had a few games of Lord of the Rings. Don't understand all the rules yet. <laughs> but having a go either way. <laughs> yep, giving it a crack. <laughs> uh, and Blood Bowl is probably one that I play reasonably. That's more of a stable. That's, that's... Yeah. Don't have to really put much into that. No. To get what you want out of it. Yep. Yep. Uh, All right. So for today, because we both attended an event, so Spoon hosted the sixth event. I was there to... I mean, if you weren't hosting that thing, I wouldn't be where I was, which was a Marvel event. We won't talk about that. It was fun. Yay. Go Marvel. So with six of... Six. Down in uh, sunny Ballarat, what's the details of the event that you ran? It was a Warhammer Fantasy sixth event. Yep. Uh... Three games over one day. Yep. 2250 points, which was the sweet spot for 6th edition mm-hmm. uh, when it was the living edition. Mm. Um, and we had a couple of restrictions on army builds and where you could uh, make your army from as such. We even allowed special characters mm. at a 400 point cap to try and stop. So you kind of like super characters. Yeah, we were trying to stop the Lord level uh, characters. Right. Being taken. 
And unfortunately, we had one list that um, had a special character. We had to get a resubmit because he's a bit better than the 370-something points. So even though technically it was under 400, it was still too good for it his was broke. Okay, right. <laughs> All right, so when it comes to the details of the thing, who comes up with that? Is it a committee thing or is it just something that you want you wanted to play? Because you weren't playing, you were just running the thing, right? I was only running the thing today. Last year when I ran this, a similar event, I played and it was just a bit too much to do all the admin as well as playing the game. So mm. I decided this year just to admin the event. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided on the players pack. Yep. I write, wrote the thing from scratch and people come to play. So was it in conjunction with the Ballarat Club or was it just your... In conjunction. Game? Okay. The idea was to try and support the club and get a bit of money in to help them out with... A bit of a fundraiser. Yeah, a bit yeah. of a fundraiser sort of thing. And by the time you pay for the venue, the food cost and mm. whatever else, there's not really a great deal of money left out of it, but mm-hmm. that little bit of money helps it them. still helps, yeah. yeah. So because of that association, did they have any say into how things are run and, or details in the players' pack? No, not at all. Because they're not overly familiar with the game system. I mean, they play, mm. but they would never played events when it was a live game, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm. So I, yeah, I had full say over what was happening. Right. I, am, I am the <laughs> rules man. Now, there were some sponsors and stuff. Now, there was like, because we've been chatting off air, and some businesses came on board as well. That you were sort of hamstrung and forced to deal with. What was what was the deal with that? Uh, they they wanted to bring in local businesses into the hobby scene. Yeah, I think was the idea of it. Um, I think my group probably would have struggled the most with it because fantasy just takes a long time to play. Mm. So getting the time to go check out a stall or uh, get your models taken by a professional photographer or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think my group would have had a hell of a lot of time to do that sort of thing unless they tabled someone really quickly and then had the chance to, to mm. do so, yeah. Did much of that happen today? There were a couple, but not <laughs> yeah. not many, not too many. I mean, there was a, a fair few 20 zeros, I will say that, but the time it took them to finish the game was still the normal length of a game. <laughs> right, so they were just a bit slow. Slow, it yeah. ended up being yeah. normal, yeah. yeah. Well, that's not good. No. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you think it came together in the end? Because you've done this once before, or have you done it multiple? You've, you've run a few tournaments. I've yeah. run a few events, but yeah. this was many, many moons ago. The last, before last year, the last one I ran was in 2010. Mm. And that was the arse end of 7th edition mm. coming into 8th edition fantasy. Mm. So that would have technically be the last proper fantasy event I ran before the game died. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And today went right? Yeah, it went pretty well, I would say. Uh, We ran a bit late. We had a couple of players that were late to the event Mm. and a couple of dropouts, very late dropouts, that sort of caused a bit of chaos in the uh, floor. But outside that, it was all right. I ran a bit behind with all the extra admin adding mm. I tried to add in sportsmanship and painting into the mix and mm. sort of added more work than what probably was worth now was that something that you intended to do initially or to, was it sort of the crowd wanted it so you added it all was it- La- uh, the first time we ran it last year I we just ran it straight off battle points yeah but this time I wanted to award 
more hobby based, okay. uh, a friendly gaming environment sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. And do you think that worked? Do you think there was an incentive in people? For the most part, yeah. Okay. I, I would say 90% of the players turned up with fully painted or very close to fully painted armies. Mm-hmm. And then there was the, that 10% which had uh, like the three color minimum. Uh, there was one army that was just undercoated and mm. that was it, which was pretty disappointing. But we, we added a bit of a punishment for for such. Which it was. And then now this is, he's shared this with uh, Selig and I before. But um, I thought it was really good that we should also implement into Kings of War tournaments. So what, what happens when you have an opponent that has unpainted figures? This, this wasn't actually my idea. It was put <laughs> to me by someone that was participating in the event today. Yep. But we for units or models that weren't painted, uh, the enemy gained hatred. So they re-rolled missed hits in the first round of combat. All right. So to transfer that to Kings of War... Anyone that's fighting an unpainted uh, unit, they get elite. That seems pretty good. Yeah. Or if they were actually elite, just give them a vicious. Just make it a bonus to... <laughs> yeah. Because no one likes them. Paint, <laughs> paint your crap. Paint your crap. <laughs> it's nice and simple. Uh, okay, now that it's run, done and dusted, do you think there will be anything you would change if you were to do good? Will you, will you do it again? Yeah, I probably will. Okay, so what what's going to change? Uh, I'd probably get someone to help more so with uh, the admin side of things because it was just a mountain of paperwork with the mm. extra stuff to do. Um, and I would probably need a megaphone or a microphone to yell out how mm. much time is left. Because where we were was the table tennis centre and they don't have any of those facilities available. They do, they? do but... Yeah, it was just I was a bit out of control and behind in the right, okay. in time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going around and giving people time updates, uh, you know, a rough estimate of how much time was left. But in between doing that, taking photos, adding scores in, and whatnot, mm. it just sort of got a bit muddled up and got a bit lost and behind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you did well. I think you got pretty good feedback as well. So far, yeah, yep. And mm. I'll find out in the next couple of days what people really thought of me and how it went so do you reckon you'll get actual genuine feedback i think i will not, yeah. just, not just niceties oh it's super good but then, uh, generally people last year people suggested a few different things like adding the paint and mm. uh sportsmanship was one of the key feedbacks um mm. having painted armies because there was a lot of sort of gray undercoated part painted <laughs> armies last year um but we we let that in last year mainly to gain numbers. Right. And then in the hope that people would paint. And this year, you've had a year. Paint your yeah, stuff. Yeah, paint crap. <laughs> paint your crap. Uh, now, I just had a question in my head and it's gone. So <laughs> I've got to think of something else. Two hours later. Right. So I got it. Yes. <laughs> I got okay. it. So also just in our discussions, because dear listeners, Spoon is still in contact with Selig and myself. Daily. Very regularly. <laughs> Daily. <laughs> so Hourly. <laughs> for us, he hasn't really disappeared. And you've sh- you've shared some, uh, I'd say, disagreements. I guess that's the the polite way of putting it when creating this of this pack of people putting in their two bob and telling you how to do things. Oh. How, how do you deal with that? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you cannot make everybody happy. Of course not. But how do you deal with it? Because people can be very opinionated and tell, basically telling you you're wrong. 
and truth be told, that's probably happened both years that I have run the event. I've tried to bend what I know as... I mean, you're a, pretty a prof- accommodating. Pre- a, yeah, a preferred format mm. um, and bent it to include as many people as possible or make people happy, if mm. that, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. If, if I did it again, I'd cut the crap. Mm-hmm. And go to my preferred format because it would save me a boatload of time. Stick to your guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Did you get much of that this year? I mean, because I don't know how much of it that you've actually shared, what you received, but there are a couple of fairly long-winded, opinionated messages. <laughs> um, or was it basically what you shared was pretty much it? I think that would probably be... So there's only a couple of outliers yeah, that yeah. tell you what to do but don't do it themselves. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. If you've got too many opinions, run your own tournament. <laughs> yeah. As I said before, at the end of the day, you're not going to make everyone happy. And I've probably learnt over two years that it's just easier to do it your own way. Mm. And if people don't like it, mm. then they don't have to come. That's right. You're pretty simple. Them. Exactly. So you've also expressed that you prefer the seventh rules. Is that right? Yeah. If I had it my way, I would prefer. Why? Why can't you have it your way? You're the one running the tournament. Well, I, I probably can, but I also need people to attend. <laughs> but in the same vein of people telling you what to do. Yes. True. <laughs> I, I like both editions. Yeah. I just feel that seventh edition cleans up some of the crap that sixth edition has. And do you think people won't attend if you run it like that? I actually I did a poll yeah. uh, last year, well before the event run, and the consensus pretty much was, if it's not 6th edition, I'm not coming. So, right. <laughs> so maybe next year too. It's a 6th event, 6th ed event using the 7th ed rules. <laughs> see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, I, I think after the, the event I've just run, I'll try another poll and see if people will... Um, humor it. Give it a go. Difference, right? There is a bit. Okay. Uh, it would be very hard to explain in a podcast the difference between the two. All right. But we're not doing anything. Explain. Sim- <laughs> okay. One little example is fleeing from an enemy troop. Mm. In sixth edition, you've got a four-step process mm. to to follow, and it gets really janky when there's terrain and friendly and enemy units around mm. you sort of got to wheel and wind around units so right, you go through okay. through terrain but friendly and enemy units you have to move about yeah right whereas in seventh edition they clean that right up and you just similar to eighth edition which you might remember you just turn on the spot and run in that direction yeah yeah, yeah. so it sort of cleans it's up much simpler yeah. yeah all right how about prize support? Because you didn't really want it this year. That sort of fosters more of the competitive side. Yes. And you, you still had to comp armies. Yes. And knock armies back for being too hard. Would you change that next year? I liked the comp thing because it's... Not that I not I only knocked back one army because of the special character, but it made, I, I think it actually mm. achieved, sort of, what I wanted people to put in their army list. Something that was fun and... Mm. Uh, both players would enjoy the game rather than... For those who, who's just only played Kings of War, what we mean by comp is in Warhammer, I think it was a player-generated system of how tough your army was. It received a particular comp or composition score. Yep. The tougher it was, the lower score you got. Yep. 
and basically softer, weaker armies got more of a bonus to try and compensate between the two. Yes, that's correct. Um, we had a, a panel-based lot of judges, we yeah. had five judges. Yeah. They all scored every list yeah. and then averaged out. Mm. And out of, basically, the judges scored it out of five, five being high, one being the lowest, mm. one was a resubmit. Um, out of our 30, 36 players today, we had three twos, the rest were three and above. Okay, so most people played by the rules Yes, and didn't go too hard. Yeah. No one was a resubmit, was it? Yeah, one. We oh, had one, one but okay. to be fair, it wasn't the actual army list that was the problem. It was the special character. That, Is that the one that yeah. was under cost of? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's positive. Yeah. For a and game. his resubmit was the complete opposite of the army with the special character. Not that his army before was overly bad, but it was just infantry essentially. Mm. And he did very well in the event, and I think he top placed in the top ten. So. Well, that's all right. Yeah. So happy with that? <laughs> was there much theme, like, or was everyone sort of going in, taking the good stuff? I suggested theme, but sadly only one person wrote fluff. <laughs> that poor bugger. <laughs> so... Is that the but, one with the marvellous, like, chest? No, no, no. Uh, well, no. just what I mean by that is someone had, like, a display board in an old wooden treasure chest-looking thing, and with the lid open, they had a, a I guess, printed background of like yeah. a darkened sky and some sort of undeady castle looking... and whatnot yeah yeah, yeah. look looked pretty schmick yes yeah <laughs> that wasn't that person no 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 um it was an empire army that uh, had written a bit of fluff about his army but mm. that, that was it sadly no one else wrote any fluff someone was someone else was going to and never got it so well we can't go on intentions it's yeah. like either do it or don't that was the easiest voucher they ever won. Hey? The person that won. They got a voucher. Because there was no other competition. No, no, no other competition. Yeah. Good job, guys. Step well, it up, everyone else. I was awarding Best Themed Army, yep. Best Painted, which was the... Was that a player vote thing? Yeah, player vote. Okay. Um, player's Choice. Is that what it yep. used to be called? What was the other one? Best uh, Favourite Opponent. Mm-hmm. So every, at the end, everyone voted for the person they liked playing the most at the end, and vote, most votes won, mm. sort of thing. And um, when we were filling out the results uh, with your lovely wife, I did mention there seems to be a correlation of favourite opponent and who you played last. Yes, they did. <laughs> it's, no, it's, I did. It always seems a bit redundant. Yeah, it does. Uh, probably something I'd probably change in the future. <laughs> <laughs> All good intentions, but... Yeah, yeah, it's something that I don't think we've solved properly no. as a community. people forget the person... Their per- the person's names they've played yeah you don't write round. down the names yeah. like oh you know that guy with the army like mm, no you almost <laughs> need to be keeping like a secondary score sheet so you can remember the name yeah and your all your battle points and whatever else that you score during the day and I think that doesn't help I mean we can do that with Kings of War because usually I mean before we had was a tabletop TO you could go back and check who you play yeah online yeah but today it was all Excel. spreadsheets. Yeah, <laughs> essentially Excel everything was manual. Yeah, because Six Ed doesn't have a proper app like that. There's no app, no. Well, that makes it a bit tougher. It was it was very hard, <laughs> and I can't Excel or Google Sheet, whatever. Mm. Yeah, the wife did all that for me. I just put the numbers in. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone out there has is bored and wants to do something for Six Ed, I'm sure Spoon would appreciate it. I would love it. That would be fantastic. 
Uh, we've got nothing else to chat about. It's a pretty short episode, but just covering a small event. Yeah. Uh, had fun? Yeah, it was good. Did well? Yeah, happy with the the event. Bit disappointed we had a few dropouts, but mm-hmm. is what it is. We still got equal numbers to what we did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, that had Marvel not run, we probably would have got close to selling Marvel out. ate up some of the tickets? Uh, no. Or is it the space? No, no, no. They Nine of the players that played Marvel this year played Fantasy last year. Okay, right. So we would have... Because there's... I think there's 25 tables in the yeah. centre. Do you think they would have attended? Like, it could have been that day. May, they may not have, yeah. but um, the, I think the vast majority of those guys were part of the Melbourne Mall. Part of that group, yeah, sure. Like yeah. One group, yeah. Oh, well, well each of their own. Yeah. <laughs> it That's worked right. out well. Yeah. Everyone had a good time. We had 60-odd people in the Table Tennis Centre. Mm-hmm. Everyone seemed to have a good, good day, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was good. Well... I think we'll leave that. I think you've had enough. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> the spoon, he's back and he's gone again. The spoon man's out. <laughs> All right, champs. I guess we'll speak to you soonish. Bye. Bye. <laughs>